Yo, 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 Welcome back to the Young All-American State of Mind Podcast with your boy, the Young All-American, Justin Foley. Your young superstar, Brandon Cotman. Man, today we got a special guest. Let it know who the people who he is. Man, I've been, actually been a fan of him for a while, and, um, you know, he's a two-time, you're a two-time All-American as a freshman in Division One is pretty, I mean, that's pretty big. Oh. Another All-American, and obviously the third year, um, <clears throat> obviously the COVID um, season got canceled, but my boy Chad Red. <laughs> man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, fellas. No problem, yeah, no problem. man. No problem at all. So just tell me about, like, what made you, like, choose, like, Nebraska out of all the different other Division One schools? Uh, what made me choose <clears throat> Nebraska is, uh, I mean, when I first met the coaches and everybody else, I mean, it just felt like family. I mean, um, another thing is they really got it in with my parents. Like, my mom, that's – she, I feel like she influenced my – situation my position to go either here or there or going to Nebraska and when I told her that Coach Mang I had just got off the uh, flight from my North Carolina State visit Ooh. Coach Manning called me he was like hey how was the visit and everything I was like oh it was all right you know nothing too special it was cool out there nice and he was just like all right so uh we're trying to wrap up this uh like your scholarship so we need your answer in the next two days and I just looked at my mom and I was like uh, I'm not ready yet and I knew I wanted to go to Nebraska, but it was just like, I want to go out here, go visit these other schools and everything. Just take a hold, take advantage of my visits. And uh, I looked at my mom and she was like, do it, do it right now. I like Nebraska. I like the coaches. I'm cool with it. Once she said that, I didn't even really need my dad's approval because my dad, I mean, he had helped me. He helped me get on this path ever since I was young. I mean, once I started wrestling, the goal was get a scholarship to a Division One school. And I mean, he, he made it very clear it's my decision, not his. And uh, I told him, and he was like, well, let's do it then. And that's kind of like what happened. Man, man that's dope, man. How did you get started in wrestling? Man, they said I came out with a single on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, my dad, uh, he actually graduated from University of Indianapolis. Wow. Um, he went to a JUCO school in Lincoln, Illinois. Or Lincoln in Illinois, and then went to University of Indianapolis, and then uh, he just stayed in Indianapolis and just uh, raised our family and everything. And he kind of got into coaching right after uh, school, and went to a high school. And then like I kind of, my mom was working like early or there earlier during the day, and she couldn't take me with her, so my dad would, and I just I'd sit in there from I was watching practices from like age two up to I could actually put on some shoes, lace them up, and get in there and wrestle myself. Man, man, that's dope, man. Cause uh, I have an old, my oldest brother. He just moved out to Indianapolis. It's like a couple oh, for years real? ago. Hard, so. To be honest, I haven't been to visit him, so I'm not sure yet. But we supposed to be. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like, I'm supposed to be going up there like for uh, for New Year's Eve. Supposed okay. to be going up there to visit. Cause I never been. Like I never been that deep into Indiana before. Like the the furthest mm-hmm. I've been was like like Maryville. You feel me? That's the furthest oh, yeah. I've been to Indiana. <laughs> You know, going to South Lake. Uh, and speaking of Indiana, bro, like, I remember I was watching one of your um, state finals videos, bro, and you ran on, uh, you ran on, like, the big stage. I was like, bro, I hope, you know, I hope they don't, uh, uh, 
take you out the tournament or anything like that. Oh, you yeah. Wrestling, bro. They, you try to celebrate. They try to do, like, little stuff or whatever. But I'm glad, like, throughout the past years, you was, like, able to be you, you know, throughout your, like, whole wrestling career. Even in Nebraska, I can tell, like, you still, you know, you still yourself. They let you yeah. just be you, you know. And that was something, like, when I first got to Nebraska, I was trying to figure, like, real life, just trying to figure out myself because I started off, my first two seasons, they started off rough. I'm talking about losing records, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Coming from high school, it's a totally different game, you know what I'm saying? Everybody out here, they tough, and they they out here to get it, you know? Mm -hmm. In high school, it's like you take somebody down or you take them down a couple times, it's like, oh, they broke. They don't even want to wrestle no more. Mm -hmm. You know, I've wrestled kids in high school that straight up just, like, back up, back up, back up, don't want to wrestle, back up out of bounds a couple times and everything. But it took me a minute to get my mind right. Once I got my mind right and I realized what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, it's just like go back to what was working back in high school, and middle school, elementary. Get your mm -hmm. tunes on, go to the side, turn up by yourself, go out there and turn up by yourself. Wow. Do you – and with what was like, you know, obviously in high school, like the, the competition is a little different trends, trends, you know, forming to Division One. Or from high school to Division One, what what did you have to change? Like, what major change did you have to like adjust to to being a uh, Division One athlete? Uh, what made me what what was the big adjustment I had to make was you can't take these guys lightly. Because mm -hmm. I mean, granted, granted, everybody's out of four time state champ, three, two, one. Some guys ain't even one state; they just out here tough as hell. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, the thing is, you just can't take nobody lightly, nobody at all. And, it took me a minute to get into that, but like after my freshman year, I wrestled uh, two All Americans. Um, what you call it? Kevin Jack from North Carolina State and uh, mm -hmm. Bryce Meredith, bro. Both of them majored me in like mm -hmm. like a week apart, bro. And I I had been majored since like I couldn't even tell you the time I got majored <laughs> before then, bro. But they put it on me, and then like after that, it was just like, bro, they don't care about what you did in high school, none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a new ball game you got to step it up because they're right. not hearing what you did back then that past shit it's in the past don't nobody yeah. care that's real right that's real man like like uh yeah. for football like it's like a lot of freshmen and like once they come on campus they come talking about man i remember i did this in high school i remember this one game i went off for this and did this and that's like all right cool but like you almost get a, a different breed not what you doing to get yeah. some little kids that's not gonna that's not even trying to go play college ball or not even trying to go pro that don't matter, nah. Nope. And then you going against people that is just as talented, if not more talented than you. You know, so yeah. your will gonna really be tested, nah. Yeah, even just like like you said, bro, like just being in college, like you can be it's like you'll be like a you'll be a four time state champ and it'll be somebody in there that can like somebody in the restroom that can major you or just be as good as you and it's just like Man, it's like where I come from. It's like I was the best wrestler in my room, and it's just like yeah. you gotta mentally like adjust to that going into like college, whether you wrestler, football player, whatever. Because it's like you get humble real quick, and I'm like, that's the hard Yeah, and I feel like I feel like the thing is, once you get humble, you can let it go with you in one or two ways. It's either one, you're gonna take that that humbling and you're going to take it to build you up or you're going to take it and let it like plateau you out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to take that to like build me up every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, JB's in the room with us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely not the best guy in the room, but it's just mm -hmm. like, that's somebody I look up to when I'm looking at him. 
man, I want to be just like him or be better than him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And this- so I got, I got to pick it up even more. You know what I'm saying? When I'm going hard and I think I'm dead tired, look over there at JB. All right, he's still going. He talking. He moving. I got to get right back on it with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's just like even, you know, even like being a black athlete because it's like once we celebrate, we ain't celebrating just to like celebrate. It's just like when you've been through like some hard times as like a young black athlete, bro, it's just like Absolutely. all those memories come, come past. So it's like always respect when you celebrate because it's like I under like me and him, like we understand, like mm-hmm. we, we never had this much freedom before where we can dance after a dub or, mm-hmm. or just, you know, just celebrate, bro. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's truly a blessing to, you know, see that. Yeah. All I got to say is stay tuned for when they let me back on the mat, I'm going crazy. Like even even the first two years, I, I forget who you well, I think it was your sophomore freshman year, like you beat out somebody uh, uh Dean Hall. Yeah, I was like, man, that's that's when I was like, okay, yeah, he probably gonna come back. Um he um, um I always thought you was gonna get to that um big stage just cause it's like Everybody was talking about how Dean Howell is good. I was like, all right, you're going to get exposed. You're going to get exposed by somebody. And Man, you did. was that your freshman year, right? Yeah, that was my freshman year, the round of 12, actually, bro. Like, Ooh, going wow. into that match, Ooh. going into that match, I was, like, it took me a minute to get to myself and be like, he ain't no different than anybody else I didn't wrestle at this tournament. Right. And the fact right. was, he was coming right off a loss. Like, he had already lost. I lost first round. And mm-hmm. I was just building my confidence back up. His confidence was down coming off that loss. Mm-hmm. And mine was just like, go do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody else think you're going to do it, so you might as well go do it. And that's what I did. I did it in the first period. That's true. If wow. not you, who? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not now, when? Facts. That, that dude he's talking about was like, he was he was like a very like technical type of wrestler. He was really, really, really good. Yeah, like he was—he was a was he a two-time national champ, right? Yup. Two-time that he beat out a two-time national champ to become All-American. Ooh, ooh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. My boy, he—he he really like, been tested. You know. Oh yeah. Ain't something just just given to anybody. You know, had to put in that work, put in that grind, and still had to do some more afterwards, man. Mm-hmm. Man, that's dope. Cause that's not an easy path. That's not even a path most would be willing to take. You know, just to mm-hmm. see if they could come out on the other side and do their thing. You know, because a lot of but, people just want to take the easy way out. Oh, yeah. Not a lot. And I think with either football and wrestling, like, you got to have this type of, you know, one person, too, I have a lot of respect for is um, this dude named, uh, well, you know, Chad. But Thomas Gilmey wrestled, wrestled for Iowa. He had this, like, like a whole mentality, like, like I don't, I like disrespect you because you're on my map or or you're on my field, whatever. And it's just like you have that type of mentality. You can basically beat anybody because it's like you show if you show. We we see in sports all the time when and in the UFC football, you can tell when a team respects another team or yeah. fighter respects another fighter. Like when it's like game time, I can't. I, at that time, I can't respect you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got to have this. You got to like, that out the window. Yeah. 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 In order to beat those type of guys like Dean High or, uh, or 
national champs or even team like Alabama, like you, and the list go on. Like you gotta forget who they are and know who you are to 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 be. Because like anybody yeah. can be beaten on any given day. That's you facts. Know? That's facts. You know me. You know we growing up, we thought Jordan Bros was just you know obviously unbeatable, but he he even took some losses. You know, his wrestler the road took some losses, and mm-hmm. you know bounced back. And, he is where he is today. <laughs> right. That's that's kind of like when you find out who you really are is when you have to bounce back from an L. You mm-hmm. know? Because anybody could be sitting high feeling good after a dub. You know? Oh, yeah. But what you going to do and what you what you, what did you learn from taking that L? You know? Because it's going to happen. You know? we Every dog has his day. But it's all about how you respond from that. Right. Mm-hmm. But getting off subject... <laughs> Uh, uh, how's like the the parties and stuff out there? Like, what's like, what do you usually do for fun and stuff? Man, shit. Ever since this like quarantine and stuff started, it's like <laughs> I need, I gotta have me a female. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you. If I ain't with a female, I gotta be with one of the homies or a couple of the homies. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not with them, I'm at the crib playing the game. Uh, you know, uh, and even when I'm here uh, playing yeah. the game, I'm I'm online with them. You know, chopping it up. That's real. I got a question. So me and him always talk about it. <laughs> Would you ever be ready to be a stepdad? <laughs> oh. He <laughs> <laughs> came to ask. Explain the situation a little bit. Explain Tell him about your situation, Justin. Tell him what happened to you last <laughs> year, bro. Okay. <laughs> if you're talking to a female, she like she like bad or whatever she. Well, she got, you know, she got a few kids, but. <laughs> How many is a few? You're ready to step up and be that, and take that responsibility and be like, she tell you like, okay, he, my other dude done, like, these your kids now, like, you. Give me like, give me like a couple years out of college, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shorty gotta be bad if I'm taking care of more than one kid. Yeah, yeah I feel you. Gotta be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you. Oh, tell him about that story, bro. Hey, what Pop Smoke say? Pop Smoke said Shorty go jogging every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and she makes him make a breakfast almost every morning. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. better wake up the bacon, eggs, pancakes, all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, uh, I know you. I think I think you told me you was a Bears fan. Um, yeah. But I remember, uh, uh, Brandon. I think you know this too. That um, Jay Cutler, mm-hmm. he uh, he was dating this like. I you thought the short he married? Oh, uh, I know what you're talking she about. She froze her whole account, bro. He oh was yeah, like, he, he wasn't. He wasn't for none of that. <laughs> he wasn't for none of that. He said, "You ain't getting none." Mm-hmm. Dog, like, man, I wish, bro, I wish, like, bro, that's so dirty, bro. Like, if you try to, I feel like it's stereotyped to the point where it's just like, if you work and you're trying to make some money, mm-hmm. and yo, your female is just like chilling at the crib, eating your food and stuff. She got to be know, doing some. I'm not, I'm not one for that, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for me personally, I'm looking for a woman who whose drive is, like, above mine, you know what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. push my drive even up there more to meet her stuff, you know? Right. I can't, I can't do, 
can't do the whole having a a housewife type thing. No, Fact. can't do it. No. You got no, you got to be going right. to get it yourself. You feel me? Yeah. You, you ain't got to be just sitting like, in the crib doing nothing. Come on now. Oh no. We supposed to be pushing each other to do better. Exactly. And we all athletes, so it's like I'm sure we've been with somebody in our lifetime where they just didn't understand like how much time that we had to put into the sport in order mm-hmm. to try to be the better of ourselves. Right. And it's just like going back to my past relationships, I would just do a whole lot of things different mm-hmm. because like the amount of time that we all had to put in of being a student athlete was a lot of time. You know, kind of like right? a full time job. Yeah, right. Basically, like a full without getting paid. Mm-hmm. That, that's basically what it is. Well, with getting paid because of the scholarship, but yeah. It's, you know, you, you got lifting, you got guys, meetings. You think it is. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Whole bunch. And they expect you to move like a, a regular college student, but you yeah. Can't. Yeah. Right, yeah. it's just like you for football. You got you got meetings. You yeah. got trying to make. Hold on, hold on. I ain't gonna hold you. I got some bonus coming over there. All right, all right. All right. All right. All right. But no, like just being like a um, even being a football player. I know Brandon, you could elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. Just being um, having to go to meetings and Bruh. making a cut. You got all these means. You got lifting to go to. Then you got practice. Then you got film. Then old girl, she why 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 we ain't spend that much time together? Shorty, I'm busy. I am busy. You feel me? Like I ain't. I don't got time to be laying up just to lay up. You feel me? That, no, that you got things to do. Right. Yeah. And then I got to train on the side just to just to get better myself. You know, I ain't about to just be sitting on my ass doing the regular. Practice than just waiting to live just to wait, you know. I got to go out and go be doing some things myself, you know. Then I got classes too on top of that. So come on now, <laughs> come on now. You better, you better wait. It's how you out here working. Facts, facts, bro. And then about with wrestling, like you already know, bro. Like cutting, cutting weight, and then having to go to class, and then doing those extra workouts to Ooh. to get down the weight, bro. And then trying to type up a paper or something at night, bro. Those those suck. Like those are the times where it's just like, man. After you get done cutting that weight, it's just like, yeah, forget that paper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. I, I'll be like, man, somebody else can write this. Uh, well, I just BS through it because I'm like, I, I just don't got the energy or the time to do it right now. Yeah. Bro, I could just imagine but, how much tougher y'all got it because y'all got to make weight and then. The practice, like when y'all be going to the match and stuff, that shit is not sweet. That shit is not easy. Like the training y'all do, football players would not be able to make it through that. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I feel like I feel like every sport got like their own. It's it's tough in a different way. Every sport is tough in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What's so? What's like? What's like the uh, pros and cons? Of being in like Division One, like what's the pros and cons of that? Pros and cons for for what? Like, I mean, I know you're saying the goods and the bads, but bads for bads for being D one. I mean, I don't think it's really anything bad with it. You know, um, only thing is, I say if for the younger guys coming up in this, I mean, if you're gonna 
commit to a school, make sure your coaches is really feeling you because I didn't see some guys come here, you know, go to other schools and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like once they get in there, they're not getting that attention that they want and need. You know what I'm saying? They feel like the coach is not really messing with them. But the thing is, this whole college wrestling, all sports, this whole thing is a business. You Thanks. know what I'm saying? Coaches going to put in their time and their effort with the guys who is on the most money. And if you ain't on that money, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to do your thing to make sure you're getting up there in the coach's point of view to show them you out here chopping stuff. Because if you're not, you're not showing coach that you chopping stuff, he going to sideline you. You know what I'm saying? He focusing on his top 10 guy at 141 or 149 or 133. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, that's and, that's, and that's so true. Like, a lot of guys are not, some guys are not willing to like accept that because it's just like, Obvious, they're gonna focus on like the starters and stuff, but you're not gonna get that attention that you was when you were being recruited. Mm-hmm. Because it's other guys that's just as good as you, or obviously, you know, better than you. So, um, yeah, I know that's like a, a, a hard thing to accept because it's just like a lot of the guys, a lot of younger guys, actually, like you said, like they try to transfer out and do this and do that, but it's just like you gotta. You gotta just fight for your spot, you know. Mm-hmm. At the rep, you know, at the rest off, just you gotta, you gotta show them what what you was getting recruited for, you know. Yeah, bro, Chad made a good point because like I didn't heard too many freshmen come out campus. Man, bro, coach ain't rocking with me, bro. He ain't fucking with me. Like, how much work are you really putting in, though? Are you showing that you can handle being in a position to get time to to show like on on a field or you know on the court? Or this and that, when you just sitting your ass, you going to air party, going crazy, but you ain't doing nothing wild at practice. You you getting put down, you looking bogus at practice, but expect playing time. And now you want to transfer. Like, come on, now. Some dudes put it easy like that, but it's like, nah, don't get me wrong, it be some dudes where it's like, they super lazy, but just like super talented. Mm -hmm. Person like that, but <laughs> it's just like you ever you ever say to a person I'm like, man, if I if I just had a little bit, you're telling you know where you would be, or it's like if you had my worth it, like you would be like great at what you do. But it's just like I feel like this our generation that's coming up is like I hate to say it, but just like lazy, mm. you know. I don't know like the true like meaning of like what literally hard work is because it's like. If you're like, like it's obvious. If your opponent putting in more work than you, obviously not gonna win because it's just like mm-hmm. you have to put in extra, extra time to be great. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. If you want to do, you know. That's, that's true. But, that's true. Because it's it's rare that somebody just comes out of nowhere and just dominates and it's like without putting any work. You know, it's, yeah, you're not gonna always run into LeBron awesome. James now. Yeah, everybody. You ain't never heard of that that stuff though. You ain't never heard of it. Nobody not putting in work and then coming out there and being the best ever. Mm-hmm. That's fact. In that case, everybody would do that that way. <laughs> exactly. True. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. No, but I'll um, getting off subject again. Um, you know, throughout this, like, um, like I was telling my, my boy Brandon. Um, 
I think it was kind of like a celebration for like us blacks because, you know, Trump is not, I'm not even really a big politics guy, but it's just like with Trump being in office, I just think he like did a lot of terrible things and was saying stuff about even us blacks and other races and Mexicans, Latinos and all this other stuff. But it's like, it's weird how the Trump supporters are like super quiet now. <laughs> like, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, make America great again. Even on Snapchat, some it, it was like some surprising people that supported him. And it's just like, I just want y'all to understand how like we feel and why we think he's not, you know, fit for what he does, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. I I ain't too big into politics either. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Only person I was really watching was Obama. You know what I'm saying. Obama out of office, uh, yeah. it ain't gonna be the same. I just knew that. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's real. That is so real, bro. Cause like, like my father, like my mother, they not really into politics. But but when when Obama ran, oh, they was most watch, most definitely watching yeah. those little debates and this and that. Now this time around, they really ain't tuned in like that. I'm just gonna keep nope. it being. You feel me? Black athletes are starting to take over. Like I said, week week one, it was ten NFL black quarterbacks starting um, starting for a team had to uh, was in the starting lineup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And this, like I said, the only way is up, man. And I mm. feel like we we finally getting a voice. We finally getting a voice, um, and I think we can, like I said, make a change to that. To our society. True. Man. I feel like we can. Absolutely. It's only going up from here because I feel like last year, towards the end where everybody was doing the looting and everything, I feel like a lot of <clears throat> athletes stepped up to the plate and was like, mm-hmm. yo, y'all not realizing, just not, not just for the black people, but just for all races, they was just like, y'all not realizing for us black people or for us other people, everybody was standing up for like their ethnicity and race and was just like, this is what I had to go through to get here, and this is what I face every day. Like, these white people, no offense, they just don't understand what we really go through day-to-day basis, you know what I'm saying? Like, if a cop gets behind us, we're just like, oh, damn. Like, well, let's get nervous, sure like, damn, what's going to happen right, plus something, you know well, what I'm saying? Or you ever not- drop past police, and you, and you look, and you look through, and you look through, uh, you look through your uh, rearview mirror just to make sure they ain't following you. Like, you never have to go through that fear yeah. or just like, Man, the way I get it, because, like, if I if I start, if I'm driving and it's a cop car behind me and I'm, I look up to see they behind me, I'm going to start, like, my driving going to shift a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I try to just drive. And, and if I'm driving, I look in the, the little mirror, the, my side mirrors, and if I see them behind me, you know what I'm saying? I just drive, I try to drive like it's a regular person behind me. You know what I'm saying? I don't try to look back too much just because looking back, I just be like, Oh uh, dang! Okay, now I gotta drive like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like I'm cool when I'm more relaxed than when I know they're behind me. I'm tensed up, and I'm like, "Oh damn, I fucked up. They're gonna pull me up." True. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was actually like a month ago. Like I was driving on a highway, and uh, a cop car like just popped up behind me. My heart dropped, <laughs> and I took I took an exit. I'm like, I took a I took a quick exit. I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Not today. He said, I'm out of here. Hey, so let me yeah, get right. off real quick. And it's, and it's kind of scary, but it's just like the things that's been going on, even that uh, the thing that happened back in my hometown in Kenosha, Wisconsin, like mm-hmm. they say like he was, he, he, he did something, but it's just like 
it was like four police officers. I shot him like straight in the back. No. And it's That's just like scary. he was unarmed, and it, it was like even Breonna Taylor or uh, 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 the George Zimmerman uh, situation. It's like we could go down the line where these cops. Oh, the list continues, and it's still going on today. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. What kills me is how they like, like some of these cops is like not even going to jail for the shit that they did. You know what I'm saying? They not even, they not even following protocol, checking people. You know what I'm saying? They just up in the pipe and just shoot. Facts, bro. And they not even getting held accountable. That's a crazy part. Cause, cause if a, if a nigga was to do that, almost definitely. Come on now. He he not even making it to the jail cell. They taking him out right then and there. But yeah, like these these white families, these white cops, they able to make it back to the fam, go back to the crib. <laughs> then they get protection from the police. Then oh, tomorrow leave them alone. This and that. Like what? What? Come on now. This man yeah. just took a, a man's life. They need to they need to make the right call, and we'll leave them alone. That's they real. Not the right call. It's really that oh, yeah, simple. Right. And and the justice system is like messed up because Meek Mill is one of my favorite rappers. Um, and he was saying like he he actually got arrested. I think uh, it was like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. He got arrested, and the cops. The crazy thing, the cops didn't even catch him on sight because in Philadelphia, you know, the culture is you know doing the wheelies and the, on the motorcycles and everything. Mm-hmm. And basically, they showed up to like a basketball game or something that he was at, and they arrested him. He said it was like fifteen. He was like a fifteen twenty cop. And they arrested him and said, like, because he used to get high off of Percocet or whatever. And then they say he was popping willies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the judge, they found out look, the judge was a female. She was black, obviously. Mm-hmm. They found out she was biased. And they were trying to put him away from, like, two to four years. Like, that's a long time. You know, a long time for just popping a willy, bro? All right, come on. Now. Yeah. Ain't never yeah. that deep. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the government and everything, bro. The government, a lot of these governments in these different states and stuff, bro, don't care. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, so as soon as we do something wrong, like it's it's like boom. They nail us to the cross. Yeah, and we get worse than what it really is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get like ten, fifteen years just for like for what? <laughs> Facts, man. It's 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 so crazy, man. Like like, hey Chad, do you ever like get like nervous out there in Nebraska? Like like, with the, like with the like police just being and stuff. All, all white people. Yeah. No, not really. Like my grandma, my grandma's white. Okay. Was white. Rest in peace. You know okay. what I'm saying? But um, like I went to a my school and high school was founded by the KKK. Like, man. And it wow. only took it took me to the end of my freshman year. Not even then, but like. Halfway through the school year, my freshman year, everybody knew who I was, and they knew, okay, that's Chad Red. Okay, he wrestles. This is what he does. Leave him alone. Don't mm-hmm. fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like that's how it was through high school. And then like as I went on, I didn't know nothing but just like the wrestling team when I went to high school. And then like after that year, I mean, dang near knew the whole school. But I mean, everybody knew me, and my <clears throat> I feel like my school, um, they in a way they showed love. You know what I'm saying? They. I mean, I was one of the, I am the first black athlete at my school to win state, okay. to win state multiple times. Um, okay. And I mean, I felt like they, they, they made that like well known all over the school. You know what I'm saying? They'd yeah. always put me on the announcements after I won state each year. We'd have a, 
a Chad Red day, half the time I wasn't even coming back to school after I won state weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Monday I'm not showing up. Right, right, because he just won state. <laughs> it's cool though, just yeah. to see that them having a whole day de- dedicated to a black kid. You know what I'm saying? In a yeah. majority white or almost all white school. I mean, I went yeah. to school. We had probably I graduated with five black kids in my school. Yeah. Dang, that's yeah. deep. It is dope Dang. that they celebrate you though. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, and the the big thing is is just like like you made a difference like being there. You know what I mean? Like as as you say, like the KKK, you know, uh, with your school and stuff. Like being a first black athlete, winning multiple state titles, especially in Indiana. Like so, in Indiana, uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Like it's no like weight classes it's like everybody that's at your weight class is all in one bracket yeah it's the Jeez. whole state ain't no classes you know what i'm saying it's, it's not one class eight, yeah. two, three four it's only one class that's what i love love Ooh. it about you know what i'm saying they can't say there's multiple state champs you know what i'm saying you mm-hmm. win state you the only heavy hitter in that weight class man you found out if you the man or not yeah <laughs> that's me that's uh, but uh i got i got one more question but what like um, what growth have you done like this COVID happened? Like, did you like start to like appreciate things more, look at things from like a different perspective? Like, um, um, what did you, did you like grow at all? Like what helped you? I feel like I look at things now and really appreciate them more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, not to get really off subject. I just lost my teammate last Wednesday. In a car accident, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, bro. RIP, my man Christian. But man, yeah, like it was just like, cause he texted me like two days before that and was like, "Hey, bro, you trying to hang out or you, you trying to drill today?" And I'm like, "Yeah, bro, we can do that," you know. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of mad at myself because I didn't go hang out with him or I didn't pick up the phone and go over there to his crib. It's like he lived right up the street. I could have went over there and be like, "Hey, we can kick it now," you know what I'm saying? I just. Yeah. Just appreciate the time that you spend with people and the things that you got because you never know. It could be gone tomorrow. It could be gone the next second. That's that's real, wow. man. That's real, man. I'm not going to like, like the Kobe death, like that that made me stop and realize how you can really be hit it ain't gone tomorrow. Yeah. You feel me? So like it made me like, I made me realize I have to really appreciate things a lot more than what I was doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even my, uh, <coughs> even my, um, sister dying um over uh christmas break mm-hmm. um that made me realize some things too and you know brandon had popped up at my sister's funeral it was just like uh, uh it was just like man i just i like i really needed someone because it's like having somebody that like you was close to or talked to like the day before and you just find out like they gone it's just like it it like changes like your mentality about like a whole bunch of different stuff and like you change, you kind of change, like not necessarily how you are, but just like you make sure like your communication skills and different things like that are like way up to par because yeah. you know they can you know, be gone just like that. Right. Yeah. You got you got to appreciate appreciate your time with people while you while you have it, you know, because you never know. It ain't promised. That's facts, man. We all living on borrowed time. You know, so oh yeah, for sure. You only uh, get one life. <laughs> that's very true. 
That's very yeah, true. Yeah, give my mind. Live it to the fullest. <laughs> Don't keep that thing. Yeah. So, so do you know when your guys' season is like going to start back up? Uh, we're supposed to start like January. That's a uh, official. Well. I honestly don't know. I just know our matches are supposed to start in January, but the way it's looking right now, man, look at tough. La la la. We don't know. Okay. Okay. We're not even back in the room right now. We was in the room getting it in, you know what I'm saying? But our coach caught the Arona, and then one of my teammates caught it. So we've been out the room for two weeks straight now. So hope, hoping yeah. and praying we get back in there next week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get back there. Get back there grinding. Put in that work. Yes, sir. You know. But. You got anything else, Brandon? Man, it's, it's, it's this your senior year, right? Oh yeah. Basically, man. I got two more years left because I got this year, but they already granted us another year, so I got next oh, year too. Oh, okay, oh yeah, they cool. Made it hey, you better run it up then. Yeah. Run it up. You better be up, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I, I always, I think I told you this, Chad, bro. Like, but I believe you can, you you can get one before you graduate, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that, fam, because I'm gonna make that happen. Oh yeah, for sure. I and I'm like I'm because uh, uh, I know like people always have you like as the underdog, but I'm like this dude just beat Dean Howell out to be an All American, a two time mm-hmm. national champion out to be an All American. I mean, you don't really that's you don't see that as like an everyday thing. You know what I mean? I mean right. You see upsets, but like that's that's just like man. That's right. Yeah, man. We working. We working. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> you uh, you got anything else, Brandon? Yeah, I know my guy. He probably he probably busy on the grind. So I'm a I'm let him go put in his work and I'm gonna do his thing. Appreciate you guys uh, having me on, fellas. No problem, man. We we happy that you came on and, and gave us some time. Man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. It was it was nice having Chad on and speaking with him. You know. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's always nice, especially through those times, to interview somebody that's similar to us. And what I mean by that is like, uh, um, obviously he's like the same color, but like mm-hmm. he can relate to the things that we've been through in the past Fact. as young as like young athletes. Yeah, that's very true. And it's like, man, like just hearing him talking about like his come up, like how like his father was a coach and like he just basically would just go there and watch his father coach and stuff. Then he actually started doing it when he was able to. I thought that was pretty dope. And then the fact that he went to a, a mostly white school and he still celebrated him. I thought that was pretty cool, especially the fact that the KKK founded that school. Yeah, you don't, it, it, it's like the crazy thing is like, we like that's unheard of, bro. Like mm-hmm. the KKK founded that school, so it's like you would like in our minds. We thinking like when he told us that, it's like, man, like did did you get stuff thrown at you? Like did you get threats, jumped? you know? Did you did you get stuff right written on your locker? Did you mm-hmm. get called the N word? You know what I mean? Like it's just a lot of different. That's not an easy task. Facts. So, you know, cause, and it's like, bro, like he was like, like Chad, like talking to him, and like, you could just hear like how much of a grinder he really is. You oh, know, yeah. like he really, he 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 just grinds, bro, and he put in that work to become better. 
you know? Yeah, like you, you can tell, he just got that kind of like that tone. Yeah. And the look in his eyes, like, mm-hmm. man, uh, I'm going to work, work hard at any means necessary. And it's yeah. just like, that's the type of people that you got to surround yourself around. Facts. You know, because because you become the people you hang around with. Yep, yep. You know, so so it's important to be around like people that's gonna push you to become better versions of yourself, and not necessarily people yep. that's just gonna accept you like being lazy, uh, accept you being right. anything, anything that's not that's not gonna benefit yourself. Not necessarily them, yeah. but not benefit yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Just being yes, man. Facts. Too. Yeah, that's that's a simple way to put it. To be honest, yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it's just like it, we tend to see all these things where it's just like, hey, bro, I'm with my, uh, um, I'm with my girl, and uh, like I'm not really feeling her, but I'm feeling this other girl. Mm-hmm. Like, what you think I should do? And then like just saying, uh, uh, just saying, yeah, I think you should go do that. Uh, um, do this with that other girl without even handling that situation. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like, like just different situations like that are just like even you know even giving bad advice. Yeah, you know you don't want to be around somebody who's giving you bad advice, especially when you listening to them. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's gonna make you take a deep. That's gonna make you get in a hole and not be able to get out. Facts. Facts. You're gonna you gonna you gonna put yourself in you gonna put yourself and others in a dangerous situation by just having yes men around, you know, because they gonna improve yeah. any and everything that you say. But like, you, and not everything you say is gonna be correct, no matter who you are, you know. Right. Yep. That's very true. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people, you know, even like myself, like something that I grew out of is just like you gotta be able to accept. When you're not right, because mm-hmm. it's like, that's real. That was that was honestly that, yeah, that was so hard for me because you know I used to think, man, like I'm always right. This way I do it is right, but mm-hmm. like now that I'm a little older and I've been through some stuff, it's just mm-hmm. like, man, I don't but try. I don't, I don't but try to be right unless unless I know I'm right and I had the evidence and stuff to prove it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like. You can't just say you're right just to, just because you've been right all those times in the past. Mm-hmm. You know? That's not how. That's not how life works. That's very true, man. And it's like, dog, like, you're not gonna get everything correct. And it's like you don't have to be stubborn. This, this, I'm not gonna lie. I used to be very stubborn as a person. Like if I was wrong about something, like if I thought something, I thought that I was right. You know, anybody that told me that it wasn't, I was like, no, I, I ain't listening to y'all. This and that. So there was a few times I had to bump my own head, you know? Yep, yep. It's funny that we, like, our story almost sounds the same, bro. Like, and it's like, when we're in that time, it's like, in our minds, we just like, I don't know what the word for it, like, being too big-headed, I would say. Stubborn. You just stubborn. Like, oh, we we got the answers. We know what we're talking about. Like, ain't no way we wrong, you know? So somebody else got to be wrong. Right, yep. You know. It's like <laughs> you ever you ever took a test with the true and false uh questions? Ooh. You'd be like, Man, I know this is right. I mm-hmm. know this is right. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
you get that test. Like, ooh, ooh, this, this <laughs> joint ain't looking too pretty. Ooh, I wasn't as right as I thought I was. No, like, but like little things like that will humble you and make you become a better person. Yeah. Even the example I can use, like, mm-hmm. you think you like, like you think you don't need to study or you think you don't need to read. Um, re-overlook things before you do it like yeah. you gotta do that stuff because if you don't like i've learned not to always trust me remembering stuff i'm learning to like write things down or mm-hmm. uh, put things in my phone yeah you know yeah, that's that's because what i do yeah so i know i'm not gonna remember everything you know so sometimes i like to take little notes here and there you know oh yeah sure and it's like the more we do that, bro, like that's even that little thing is gonna elevate us to to be to be better young men, mm-hmm. businessmen, husbands, you know, yeah. just because it's it's very important to remember like dates. Yeah, it's it's just um, being organized, bro. Yeah, being organized. If you're not an organized person. You might have some problems. You you can't accomplish right. much because you all over the place, you know. So you have no solid foundation. You have nothing that's concrete, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, that's very wise. Yeah. So right. like you can because... easily be swayed this and that, like easily uh, knocked off balance, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's just like once you knock off balance, like you said, once you get knocked off balance, it's like. It's gonna be hard to get up from it because now you gotta come back even stronger because you wasn't organized before. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a foundation for your life for yourself. So it's like, man, how do I? I have to come back twice as hard, and that's more stressful. Yeah, and I'm sure we've been in that position before. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's very stressful. It is. Like, like, like bro, like some I've learned, like bro, like it's it's better. To measure, measure twice and cut once, you feel me? And to the cut once and be like, damn, I wish I would have did this and that, you know? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And I know we tend, I'm learning not to, I'm learning just to forget about my past and move on because it's just like, you ever think about, man, why in the world did I do this? And then you just start beating yourself up. Like, you yeah. get angry at yourself. Yeah. Like, I just learned, I'm like, you know what? We gotta forgive ourselves, bro. Yeah, you got it right. You gotta, you gotta forget it and just you know just move on because we you know we all got a path. We yeah. all did things that we shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously it's easier said than done. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like you know stuff happens. Yeah. That's not the reality of life that you can't relive those moments and correct them. Like you gotta live what with what you did and the choice that you made. That's very true, man. It's like, dog, like, you got to forgive yourself and you got to use them moments as opportunities for you to grow, you know? If you make a mistake, just don't make that same choice twice, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, because it's like, and that's very true, bro. Like, and, like, I honestly want to write that down and make it, like, big for our podcast, too, because... It's like you once you mess up that first time, mm-hmm. you should learn again. You shouldn't get the same things incorrect yeah. on that second time around in life. Yeah, it's like 
is like it can be it can be such as like you know having you know having sex with a female like if you, mm-hmm. if you haven't you know if you haven't sex before marriage like just make sure you wear protection you yeah, know what I mean gotta, gotta be, be safe like, right right and it's just and that's just like the basic rules of life and yeah. it's just like you let that you let a girl get you know like I said you let a girl get pregnant and then you let the same thing happen around again twice yeah. you're gonna be it's gonna be a little tough. Yeah, cause then like, after a while, it's gonna it's become it's gonna become an unhealthy habit. You know. Yep, and you're gonna start redoing it. You know, keep doing it, keep doing it, and like you said, it's gonna become an unhealthy, an unhealthy habit. Yeah. And and we and like today, bro. The crazy thing is that you said it is like we see that in our society. Mm-hmm. You know, we see we see all these people just like having babies after babies and. Just, it's like, sometimes a baby, like, like you always tell me, bro, a baby's not going to make your problems going to go, go away. away. It's gonna yeah. It's going to make it worse. Yeah, because, like, you, you, you and the other person aren't ready to, to raise that child. And y'all don't have a, a solid foundation for that child life to, to build upon, you know? So that's yep. like, things are going to be all over the place. Oh yeah, for sure. And you gotta have. Last thing I want to say is like you gotta have a solid foundation to be successful in life. Like you gotta, you mm-hmm. gotta come out with it. You gotta come with a game plan. You gotta come. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta come with an A B C. Sometimes you gotta come with an A B C and D plan. You just gotta have a strategy, you know? man. Yeah. Just yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down. To. Yep, just have, just have a strategy, and like you said, day by day for a better day. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm living by that, bro. Day by day for. I always, every time I'm having a bad day, bro, I yeah. always think about that quote that you told me. Day by day for a better. Day. Yes, sir. I got that from my boy Corey, man. So it's like each day should you should try, you should aim and try to make each a. The day you having today better than the day you had yesterday, you know. But you have to also remember that every day is not going to be perfect, and you have to be okay with that. It is what it is, you know. Yep, and, and you gotta you know, piggyback off of that is that you gotta know going into the day that like everything that you want to happen is not going to happen the exact same way you want it to happen throughout the day because mm-hmm. things may come up, things may pop up. That you don't like and you gotta accept it. And that's yeah. what I had to find out about life because like we both been athletes our whole life. So like we never I mean like we've been through some stuff but like like living in like reality, bro. Mm-hmm. Just living towards that next day, like we both we gotta understand that like things Damn. are not always going you know, like, okay, this how this day go do 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 do. Sometimes we'll go take a little curve mm-hmm. go up. It'll come down, you know. Yeah, cause, cause, like, bro, like, like being an athlete, our days are like always like kind of planned in a way, you know. Right. We had we had a routine. We had a consistent routine. Yeah, and we got a schedule, you know. Yeah, we had a schedule. Yeah, so it was like our minds are programmed to like live that way now. But it's just like that's not how it is, like in real life. So it's just like it was weird. I was like, man. Mm 
I was always programmed to like, okay, I gotta go to, I gotta go do morning workout, gotta come back, yep. eat, and do, like, bro, yeah. I remember you like, you wanna get some omelets, bro? Oh, you know, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> Don't know omelets at UIU or something nice. Something nice. Them omelets at UIU would change your life. That's all I'm saying. I I, I hope I hope the omelet lady is still there, but she yeah, was so great. If she if she left, I wouldn't eat. I would never eat UIU cafeteria food. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe sometimes, but not like. She she me, made that breakfast. Them omelets, bro. She she knew what everybody wanted too. You feel me? Man. Like she was she was dope. Man, she, she walk you walk in and just like. Yeah, I know what you want. I mm-hmm. got you. I'm like, Teresa. That was her name too, Teresa. Teresa. I'm gonna really try to get in contact with her. I'm gonna try to find because, like, I like I really appreciate her. Mm-hmm. Just I give really you gonna give her your thank yous. Like you appreciate her making them honest for because she didn't like. It's like she didn't have to be as cool as a person as she was, you know. Yeah, and like the line sometimes for breakfast used to be. Ooh. Crazy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It was always the craziest, like, doing, like, the first day of the school year. That's when it's the craziest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then it slows down. But you know what was a little overhyped to me? What? The overnight breakfast. What? You didn't like the overnight <laughs> breakfast? Man, you didn't like the overnight <laughs> breakfast? The French toast sticks? You didn't like the French yeah. toast sticks? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? I think, I think they was good. Uh, they were really good, but the way like people was overhyping it, it was just like, oh, they just got French toast sticks. Like, it, like they yeah. made it seem like... I ain't gonna lie, them French toast sticks did hit. I'm not gonna lie they to you, did. my guy. They, they did. did. <laughs> I'm just glad they, they was like... They were really good because they were like, they're real soft. They're mm-hmm. real soft and crunchy. And they be fresh. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. I hate eating toast sticks that's, like, too hard. You bite into it, it and it's, burnt. like, it's not supposed to be too crunchy. It's supposed to be soft mm-hmm. and a little bit of crunchy. Yeah. Nice little fluffiness to it. But you can still, like, crunch on it in a way. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we... Like I said, for the podcast, we got some uh, more guests coming up. We got some big things that me and Brandon been talking about that we trying to that we trying to get accomplished. We're working on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Came a long way. Stay tuned, people. Thanks, and man. Also follow Chad Red on. I think he has he has Instagram. I still got to find out his Twitter name. So just give him a follow. What's, what's, his, what's his Instagram? Uh, let me look it up. Let him know. Let him know his Instagram. Okay. You know, bro, Chad is a cool dude. You know, he up there in Nebraska doing his thing, putting so that work. C underscore. R-E-D underscore Junior J-R. Okay. And that's on Instagram? Yes, sir. So give him a follow. 
Alright, okay, okay. Go follow that man, chat. And, and support that man while he's grinding in Nebraska doing his thing. You know, because it's not easy being a college athlete. You know? No, it's not. And as we mentioned all the time, this is called the All State of Mind, All American State of Mind podcast. He's also a two time All American as a freshman and as a sophomore. Yes, sir. The All-Americans had an All-American on a podcast, and that is what it is. And we are out. Yo, man, that's it from the Young All-American State of Mind podcast. And I want you guys to remember, if you take things day by day, you too can become an All-American.